Hello, everybody. Welcome to the nighttime show. I'm your guest announcer, Josh Sussman. The usual announcer, Mike Black, is on vacation. We hope he's having fun. But tonight I'm here, and I'm excited to tell you we have a very special guest. The voice of Goofy, Bill Farmer. He's also the voice of everyone in so many Disney movies. Pixar... I'm so excited he's here, and we have Matt Walker, and as always, our host, Stephen Kramer Glickman. Hey, what's going on, guys? How we doing? We good? I'm good. That is our house band, Ex Mortis, one of our uh, our dear friends who lent us their uh, their amazing and wonderful music. How are you, Josh Sussman? Well, I found a parking spot out front, so I feel good about that. Well, you it's know, always a good day. That's hard. That's hard to find. Front, yeah, yeah uh, especially here, you know, in LA, it's a giant pain in the ass to park everywhere. I, most places, when you go around the country, there's no parking meters, and then you come to LA, and there's just you have to you have to pay to park everywhere. And, and I found one, so a good day. Yeah. Yeah, no, Matt Good doesn't night. Matt doesn't valet. Matt's not a valet. I, I hate to valet. Yeah. I don't even have a nice car. I just don't like letting other people drive it. It bothers me. I don't know. I would valet at my house if I could. Like well, I just I hate driving. You should not drive at all. I'm a I'm a really shitty driver. He's the worst driver I've ever been in a car with in my entire life. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I haven't been in a car with How many, how many points do I have against my license? Forty, easily, it's, easily it's forty points. Some scary number. You should you shouldn't be allowed to drive. I shouldn't be. I my my license may be suspended right now. I don't even know. That's how bad a driver I actually am. I'm pretty pretty bad yeah. at it. I've been in a lot of accidents. Right when I bought you, you remember? I don't know a lot about cars either. <laughs> and uh, and when I bought my Mustang, I uh, I was driving out of the parking lot and I called Matt. I go, he called me. I yeah. called like four people, but then I called Matt. He was like mm-hmm. number four. So fourth person I call him. I go, Matt, you're not gonna believe. The car that I got, and he goes, uh, what, "What kind of car is it? That's great." I go, "Oh, it's so cool! It's um, the uh, Camaro." Oh, Camaros are pretty cool. I like Camaros. Yeah, I used to have a Camaro. I had a '92 Camaro. It's a pretty oh, cool muscle car. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's got the horse on it. And everything. Now, now is, it the, is it the RS? Wait, wait, it has a no, horse. No, it's it. it's like the horse. It's one the one is from the pony package, is what they called it. Uh, are you sure you didn't get a Mustang? No, no, no. it's a Mustang Camaro. No, that's not a thing. And I'm pretty sure that's what I got. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, that's not a thing. I'm pretty sure I got a Mustang Camaro. No, no, that's that's not a thing. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you positive? Positive. I got people I have to call. <laughs> I got to get off the phone. That's, that's pretty exactly, much how the conversation that's the exact went. conversation. Pretty much a recreation. I thought I bought uh, a Mustang Camaro, which is not a thing. I have a Mustang. It's less cool. Very cool. I think that's cool. Mustangs are cool. They're all right. They're no, they're no Camaro. I think they're cooler than a Camaro. I don't know. You're out of your damn mind. Um, Most right. things don't have T-tops. Camaros have T-tops. Josh, what's been happening with you in your life? You doing okay? Uh, I'm doing okay. I just did a movie for the Sci-Fi Channel. What? Cool. What was it called? It's called Two Lava, Two Lantula. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Are you serious? It's a sequel to last summer's sensation, Lava Lantula. Um, oh, my God. So it's in the Sharknado camp. Um, Who else is in the movie? So it's lava tarantulas? Yes. They mm-hmm. came out of volcanoes. Oh, my God. That sounds awesome. I didn't get to meet them because they add them in post. Okay. Oh, that's special they effects. They were there. And- what? On set. They're not real? Well. Who else was in the movie? There's a man called Steven Gutenberg. Oh, awesome. Same name as you. Shut up. Steven yeah. Gutenberg was in the movie? Yes, he was. Did you get to meet him? I did. I had most of my scenes were with him. Whoa. and. I worked with a man named Martin Cove also. He was like the bad guy in the Karate Kid. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And 
Oh, there's some fun stories. But the head of Cobra Kai. Yes. Like, sweep the leg. Yes. And it was fun. They shoot the movie in 13 days. These sci-fi oh. channel movies. Yeah, they don't mess around. It's just like in and out. They're done. That's so cool. It was fascinating filmmaking. So I think at the end of July... It comes out. Wow. Very cool. That's amazing, dude. Congratulations. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll show it at Comic-Con. They do. They Usually they have a big presence. Like yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Last year they had Sharknado 3. There was a big party for it. Sharknado 3 last year was the biggest hit of Sci-Fi Channel 2015. Their number two hit, Lava Lantula. Ah, <laughs> nice. yes! Sussman bringing the heat. Nice. Now, Police is there, Academy. Is there another Sharknado movie coming out this year, or are you guys primed to take that spot as the top sci-fi movie? I don't know. You know, if there's no Sharknado, this could be the number one movie of the sci-fi channel. And there are other Police Academy movie, um, cast members in it as no, well. No, there are not. Oh, really? Who else is in it? Um, Michael... Um, Winslow? Yes! Michael okay. Winslow's in it? And then... Yeah, he does That's sound effects horrible, in it, too. Horrible, horrible Michael Winslow we, helicopter. We, and then, we want to have him on the nighttime show, actually. Yeah, we've been we, talking about that, We've been that, trying actually. to get him on our show. Yeah. Oh, he was guy. a gentleman. What about G.W. Bailey? Was he in there, too? No. Mm, he, but Steven Gutenberg, what a classy man. Uh, he's the star. Like, that's how a movie star should be. Like, I thought, yeah, every, people should go to movie school, movie star school, and he should be the teacher. He lets all the crew and everyone eat first. I've met some divas, and they're like, crew, move over. I, I, I want to eat the food. And people are like, oh, Stephen, you're the star. Go, you'll go eat the food. And he's like, no, no, you're working hard after you. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I want to wow. be him when I grow up. <laughs> that's amazing. All right, I think it's time for a little something we like to call Headlines. 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 All right, uh, what do we got first? Exciting stuff. What's going on? Well, uh, I don't know if you read this, but uh, the other day, a Scooby-Doo-like van escaped from the California police. What? Are you kidding me? No, there was a a minivan painted like the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. And it led the cops on a high-speed chase, exceeding speeds of 100 miles an hour. Oh, my God. That's a real story that really happened? Yes, really happened. Where Where does a situation like this even occur? Northern California. And, uh, and they escaped? They, they got away, apparently, is what they say. Escaped the cops. But, I mean, how hard is it going to be to find the mystery machine? There, there's got to only be, like, maybe 14 of, of those in the country at this point. People who have painted their vans like that. Unless yeah. they painted it again. But isn't there, like, yeah, surveillance from Maybe they've now painted it like the A-team. And they're gonna like shoot up the cops next time. That's amazing. I, you know what? I, I wish that we had more, uh, like, like uh, cars from movies doing crimes because that would just be yeah hilarious. Well, apparently, uh, the woman who was driving it escaped the cops during the during the chase, but uh, it was easily identified as being her vehicle because it's not exactly a, a common thing to have a mystery machine. So they did wind up catching her later on. When they caught her, did she pull her face up? <laughs> Pulled it up. I would have got away if it wasn't for you damn kids. <laughs> Old man Johnson. That was, that was pretty realistic. That was a pretty good left track there. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> that was a left track? Hey, here's a good one. Long Island man was charged with a DUI that he li- when he live-streamed his, his uh, DUI. That's a second one. That's a second one we've we heard just, about. We did a joke about a woman who live-streamed yeah. her DUI uh, on, the, on the live night show, the last one we did. Yeah. This, this woman had uh, – she had been – 
she uh, this woman had been uh, driving and and uh, live stream. She was periscoping on her phone uh, live to everybody, and some of her followers actually called, called the, cops. the cops on her. And um, and when she went to trial, she was charged with twenty three counts of. Uh, driving while you know, like while intoxicated, and I believe, and then uh, she got 16 likes and five new friend requests, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I ruined that joke somehow. But, you, you did ruin the joke, but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, all right, last one, last one, and then we're moving on. Um, this is a big one. A man was fined for smuggling turtles in his pants. And his yeah. name is Josh Sussman. <laughs> Where did you hear about this? Have you had any turtles in your pants, Josh? Well, sometimes I move, things move slow and take a while like a turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a while for me to come out of the shell. <laughs> oh, Josh. Oh, but when I do... No, he just wears a cup all the time. That's why he thinks it's like a turtle. Oh, Josh. How, are you getting... You're, you're getting... You're getting laid. You're getting lady. Ladies. You're getting uh, laid right now. I love to make love. <laughs> I even got a thank you note, like a handwritten. So you, you, hand, you got a thank you note. I did. What does that mean? Uh, well, dear Josh, I love making love to you. You make me feel so good. Uh, thank you for providing that pleasure. This is good advertising. He's just advertising <laughs> for himself now. Is this a commercial that we're doing for Josh? <laughs> this Sussman? podcast is sponsored by Josh Husband's Love Life. Are you tired of not getting laid from a guy <laughs> with giant hair who was on Glee? Then call the Josh, Josh Sussman, Sussman hotline. hotline. He'll take good care of the you. The Josh Sussman hot sex line. He has a Screen Actors Guild Award. And he'll show it to you if you take your pants off. I won't just show it to you. We could use it as a toy. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Why is this happening? Then we could play like spin the bottle. Oh, no. No, no, no I don't no. want to think about it. Hey guys, uh, you got to check this out. There's this new app that I'm using, and I'm obsessed with it. It's called Yo Shirt, and uh, you Yo can shirt? get it. Yeah, you can get it on your phone. You got to try this thing. It's super, super cool. What does it do? Okay, so Yo Shirt is the app for creating one of a kind apparel and accessories on your iPhone. What? Yes, I mean you can take a picture of a comic book cover, your favorite comic book, Mike. Okay, yeah. take a picture of that. One of your uh, famous Instagram photos that you do sure. of like action figures fighting I love each other. Photography. Take one of those <laughs> pictures and you can turn it into a T-shirt. You can wear at Comic Con or at any at any con or at anything any day of the week. It and people, even have to be. A it doesn't have to be a Comic Con. It could be anything. Can you take a picture of an X Con and get that on a? shirt? You can put an X Con on a shirt. What else can you put on? Ex girlfriend. You can put on a shirt. Anything with an X. Shaka Con. Shaka Con. You can put on a shirt. Whatever you want. This thing is incredible. Uh, now, when you when you put it on the app, is that it? You just print up a boring old picture? No, 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 no. You can you can do all sorts of stuff to customize your designs with stickers, backgrounds, text, whatever you want. You can and share your creations. Shirts. You can only just do shirts. Shirts. no. You, there's so many different. You gotta check out this app, guys. You what guys, else besides there's sweaters, there's leggings, there's underwear, there's tote bags, there's socks. Now a lot of these apps try to rip people off. You give them your financial information. Oh no, no. These guys are incredibly secure, super fast. It's a secure checkout with Apple Pay. Oh. All right. Now, uh, this is a quick note to our listeners, because I know we have listeners all over the world. Uh, Yoshirt ordering and shipping is currently only available in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, but if you are a fan of Yoshirt and you're in another country, we're going to be getting 
cool like yo shirt stuff and mm-hmm. if you let us know that you live in another country we'll ship it to you as a gift uh, you are sure to impress your friends and your family when you express yourself with yo shirt guys uh, don't forget to check it out it's a super cool app yo shirt.com that's yo shirt.com yo shirt.com tell all your friends all right, look, we got to move on. Uh, we have a phenomenal guest who I want to talk to for the rest of this because this is that's a huge deal that we have him. Um, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you know this guy from the movie Toy Story, from the Goofy movie, from Monsters, Inc., Toy Story 2, everything awesome that's ever been happened ever <laughs> in the history of awesomeness ever. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Farmer. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks wow. for having me on. It is amazing to have you. Um, you're, I mean, you're, you've been the voice of Goofy for how long? Have you been oh, the gosh, voice of Goofy? Oh, gosh, 29 years. Uh, next January, 30 years. God, that wow. is un- going to be a career if I keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is unreal. That is an unreal yeah, it doesn't career. seem like that. It, it's gone like, whew, you know. What was like the first flash. time you did the Goofy voice? It, uh, you mean uh, after I got the job yeah. or before? No. Well, how about well, before you got I the job? Both, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I was one of those kids that I always did impressions around the house. And, uh, you know, I, I loved uh, cartoons and stuff. So I'd watch, you know, the Bullwinkle and stuff. And I'd come, hello, mom, how's for dinner? You know, and my, our belly's weird. You know, my parents didn't know what to think of me. But, uh, no, I was just one of those kids that I kind of did as a lark and, and uh, just for fun. And, and it came, became a career. But the first time, I can remember the first time, uh, it was it January 23rd, 1987, update that will live in infamy. <laughs> I uh, w- was able to uh, come out here and get an audition for The Voice, and they used me on a thing called Disney's Doggone Valentine. And that's the first time I ever ADR'd, which is mm-hmm. you replace dialogue that is already in a film with new dialogue. And I'd never done that before. I went into a studio in Hollywood. I'd never been in a Hollywood studio before, and it was terrifying. How uh, long had you been out in Los Angeles? At, at uh, about four months. It was my first animated character audition. Oh, my was goofy. God. Wow. It, it's like, you know, and people say, that's like an overnight thing. But it was after 12 years of stand-up and radio sure. and things like that, getting ready to have the, the, the lightning strike, I guess. Wow. Uh, no, it was... Um, People always ask me, you know, how'd you get the job? It was really as simple as my agent said, do you do any of the Disney characters? At the time, they said, you know, there were like four or five Mickeys and Donalds and stuff. And Eisner and Roy Disney decided with the advent of the Disney Channel and all that, they were going to see old cartoons, new cartoons, things from the park. They always wanted the same voice. So they want to have the best best voice for each of the characters and settle on one person. So I had a big audition, and uh, I just got a cassette of the original voice and gorge practice the voice <laughs> and the laugh and <laughs> and they sent it in. About a month later, I, you know, after they sent it in, they said, "Hey, they want to use you." I didn't know if it was like one time, two times, and now it's been about thirty five hundred times wow. over twenty nine oh years, God. and still still going strong. That is phenomenal. That's unbelievable. It's I, I now know. I thought, you know, I came out and I did this. Like, this is easy, man. You know, then I found <laughs> out getting the second job and the second character is hard. Wow. Who else have you done for Disney? What other voices? Oh gosh. Have you done? Uh well whenever you hear I mean, Pluto barking, <laughs> woo! 
it's me. I get paid wow. to bark. Yeah. No way. Um, oh, gosh. Um, you know, of the main, main characters, Horace Horsecollar, lesser known character. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a voice till we did a movie called Prince and the Pauper, which is the first, like, you know, out in theaters kind of thing. Yeah, sure. And I got that right on the spot. I was doing Goofy and Pluto, and they said, Horace doesn't have a voice. Can you come up with something? I said, what's he like? Yeah, they said, he's kind of snooty. So I was kind of thinking Jim Backus mm-hmm. and, oh, that kind of snooty voice. And they said, well, he's kind of droll. So I was thinking like Ben Stein. And so I took the Jim Backus. I kind of slowed him down. And that's how that character was born. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it came God. about just like that. It's the love child of Thurston Howell. And- <laughs> it is. And, and, ben Stein, and Ben Stein, which would be Seriously. really ugly. Yeah, not a pretty baby. That's a very ugly no. baby. Yes. What were you, uh, you know, when you were growing up, what voices were you doing growing up? Like, who oh, were you gosh. watching? Well, of course, when I grew up, uh, you know, uh, and watching comedians, you know, like on Ed Sullivan and those, on our show, the dancing bears and the Beatles, you know, <laughs> and they'd always have comedians on there and, and impressionists and, and things. So I used to do things like George Barnes, one of the old great comedians of the old days. Uh, and he always had a cigar here. Yeah, I can get down that low. And, of course, you know, uh, a lot of Westerns. Well, of course, John Wayne and those sort of voices from the Westerns. We're going to We're going to go out and have some <laughs> a lot of fun here. And, and, and Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, all those great <laughs> voices from the old movies. And, and, as a matter of fact, one of my favorites is Mr. <laughs> Haney on Green Acres. And those kind of things. <laughs> my now, God. Are there any voices that you've always wanted to do but you could just never get? Oh, tons of them. Tons of them all the time. Uh, <laughs> the ones I'm not doing. <laughs> but, no, they're hard. Some of them you, you grab onto fast. And like, uh, I think the first time I ever heard Wolfman Jack, I could mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Oh, baby, we're going to be playing stacks of wax till dusk till dawn, baby. I could just do that. Sure. <laughs> More subtle ones like Johnny Carson was a toughie to get because it's all cadence and the way he says mm-hmm. things. And he'd always do that Karnak thing. And the, the answer is, the answer is 20,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> And the, the question, where is Congress's approval rating? Yeah. <laughs> so I just, you know, listen to this stuff and just try it out on my friends. And it's like, hey, man, that was cool. Yeah. Oh At this God. point, do you have to audition for Disney ever, or do they just... Not Disney. Well, not obviously for Goofy and Pluto. Cause like I, 7D. Yeah. Or... Oh, yeah, 7D. I'm on that show. Do they just I'm... offer that to you because no, you're I amazing? No, I have to audition. I still have to audition for everything Uh other than like Goofy and Pluto. So the 7D, which is uh, Disney Channel, Disney XD for you kids. And uh, it's like the seven dwarves kind of reinvented. And it has a great cast, one of the best ever. Even people like, uh, uh, well, Kelly Osborne in her first uh, show. And wow. even the minor characters are like uh, the Talking Mirrors, Whoopi Goldberg, the uh, Crystal Ball is Jay Leno. So they oh love doing this God. stuff too. But uh, And, uh, well, Doc is the uh, character that I do on the 7D. And, of course, I had to articulate the way that he would speak. And uh, along with uh, thousands of others, I, I lucked out. <laughs> God, that is wow. fantastic. 
So I'm, now, you did radio before you got into doing just straight voiceover. Now, where, yes, I where did. did you work in radio? Oh, gosh. Uh, little podunk stations in Kansas, where I'm originally from, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma, and uh, Texas. And it was usually almost always turned into country stations, and I wasn't really much Were into, you spinning records? And I was spinning to... records, and oh. I'd bring in... Yeah, I didn't oh know. We like The nice thing is, I had like a box of 45s, and we had play some of these, and then do a commercial <laughs> every couple of, you know, do about four an hour. You can do whatever else you want. And so I'd make up stuff, and We'd have, yeah, I'd bring in the wolf band here. I didn't know about, you know, copyrights or anything. He sure. might copyright his voice. Well, I didn't care, baby. What are you going to do? <laughs> hey, Bill, what are we playing now? Well, we're going to be playing some great, you know, stuff like Jeez. that. And I just come up with stuff. That's amazing. And what's so funny, too, is to think that, like, the guys who you were working with at that time, like, on, you know, your boss there. Oh, yeah. He had no idea. Like, did he have any idea that you were going to be oh, who no, you are? Oh, no, you, no. You don't think that. I would have done better with the chicks, you know. <laughs> God, isn't that so funny? <laughs> I'm going to be famous. <laughs> no. <I'm- laughs> well, just that, like, you know, like... I, like I remember, like I, I've, I, you know, I, me and Matt have known each other for a very long time, and mm-hmm. and I, he's known. I've had some horrible jobs and been been fired fired from, from all of them, all of them. Like I've been fired from a lot of jobs, a lot of no, bad jobs that you were really bad at doing. Not really acting jobs. Never acting jobs are like you know, you know voiceover jobs or that you're yeah. fine you know, stand up yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like office jobs and like I worked at a factory. Yeah. I got fired yeah. from and. Every once in a while, there was a boss who just was like, they wanted to keep me around because they knew that it was going to be good at some point. At some, they, <laughs> we, like, we know you can do something. We don't know why. We had this, <laughs> it ain't this, but you can do something. There was a job that I had where I had been fired from every position at the company, oh, and, yeah. and all they had left for me to do was shred paper. <laughs> really? And, and, and guess how many paper shredders I broke? Three. Really? In how long? Yeah, in like three, four months. I mean, that's, I just that's a lot of paper. I was oh, breaking. Stephen. I was breaking. So I just were you sitting I, on the paper shredder? No, I was putting too much paper in. I was putting <laughs> yeah. other things in. I was trying to see what else would go in. I was, you know, I was having a good time. I had a nice time at that place. It can take fifty <laughs> sheets. Okay. Were you, trying, no to, were you trying to make shredded beef tacos and didn't realize that it's a lot, that's not how you make shredded uh, beef yeah, tacos? That could work though. I, you could you could do stuff for that. I I would go Shut in and I would just in. try to make everybody laugh and tell funny stories and do stand. Stand up for like sitting at my desk, but I would do stand up for like our boss, and our boss was a comedian at the time. Who was it? It was Anthony Ramos. Oh, okay. so yeah. at uh, the, the perfume factory. Yeah, it was a perfume yeah, he, factory. When he first worked there, he used to mix oils that were made into perfumes, and they were blessed by witches to be sold at Hot, to- at Hot Topic. <laughs> yes. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. That's a, that's that's a real thing. That really yeah. happened. That could be a fun job. And I knew like three or four comics who worked there, because Anthony oh. was working there, and he hired a bunch of comics. Yeah, and then there were a couple comics at the time. None of them were any good at doing anything uh, we practical were, like we that. We were terrible at our jobs. <laughs> oh and then there was like, there were it was like us, and then these morbidly obese goth women that yeah. were just <laughs> smelled like garbage, and they would sit near us. And I'll never they forget. They made Steven look tiny. Yeah, I was tiny yeah. in comparison. This one big fat goth girl turns to another big fat goth girl and she goes, I don't know if you know this, but fairies are very flirtatious. <laughs> 
And then the big fat, the other fat girl goes, well, I don't know if you know this, but fairies, they're very mischievous. And I go, hey, I, got, I don't know if you guys know this, but fairies are fucking imaginary. <laughs> Guess what's not imaginary? Diabetes. All right? <laughs> Stop eating double stuff Oreos and get back to work. They did not like me. <laughs> did not. That sounds like a fun job, though. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. Um, all right. So I've got, I've got, there's a, there is a yeah. burning question I have for all you. All right. Um, it is from a uh, a movie that you were in that I am kind of obsessed with. It's one of the first things that you ever did. Uh, it starred Whoopi Goldberg, and it is notorious. It is a notorious movie. Okay. There's a huge story behind it. Um, what can you tell us about the film Theodore Rex? Theodore Rex. Um, well, I did ADR on that. I did a lot of movies, ADR, which, uh, if you don't know, is, is background voices. Like, I probably did voices in one of the dinosaurs, and, and you know, it was, it, she was in a, a dinosaur city. It was like a yes. spinoff of that TV show where they had dinosaurs walking around. Here, I'm going yeah. to let Josh read have, the, the bio. Will you read the little bio yeah. for the movie? Mm-hmm. In an alternate futuristic society, a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals, leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new... Armageddon. Oh, you know, this is, I think this is one of those situations where Whoopi had probably signed a five-picture deal, yes. and they couldn't come up with the fifth one. And yeah. so they said, well, let's see if she can save this dog, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they plugged her into this movie. Uh, I'm sure I don't. I'm, I'm sure you know the story, but they plugged her into the movie, and then she figured out what it was, and she tried to jump ship. Oh, that wouldn't. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> Have, having seen it in production, the director was like ready. I think he had a gun ready to kill himself. Was it one of those Alan yeah. Smithy films? It was. A, it like was a tricky. Um, it was a tricky situation. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I only saw a reel or two of that. Luckily, so we just went in and added some voices and went home and said, "I'm not going to see this." Oh, Oh my God, that's amazing! Yeah, basically, Whoopi Goldberg made a verbal agreement to star in the movie in '93. She tried to back out, and the producer sued her for twenty million dollars. Well, that's and a they, lot more than they did in the box office. Yeah, so they took it to court, and, sh- and they said, "We will not sue you if you ca- continue acting in the movie." But I'm, I love that. Here's, I got. I, oh, so, that's a funny one. Now, have, have you pretty much? strictly done voiceover stuff for all these things? I mean, because I see that you did Murphy Brown and you were in RoboCop. Now, were you... I was on camera in RoboCop. That was before I I played Justin Ballard Watkins and On the Street Reporter. If you see the movie, uh, there's two scenes where it's just me and the camera, so you can't miss me. Uh, It's right about a third of the way in when he becomes RoboCop and he's out solving crimes and stuff, and there's a mayor being held in a second-floor office, and he goes up there and looks through the walls with heat vision. It's the beginning of that scene. Uh, and we shot that when I was still living in Dallas. Uh, and I remember it so well because I, uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven, who directed that, you know, he came in and I did the audition. And, and I didn't know who he was or anything like that. And I just did my voice, my, you know, broadcaster's voice, you know. And so I, they gave me a paragraph. I had a paragraph to say in the movie. And I went home and I studied it. And I can remember it to this day. It was like, terrorism has never been a factor in this city's politics to, before. But all of that changed today when former city councilman Ron Miller entered City Hall with a gun. He's now upstairs in a second floor office holding Mayor Clifford Gibson and members of his personal staff hostage. It is uh, believed that he's killed one or two of the hostages. Lieutenant Hedgecock, what's next? So we practiced this, and I was ready, man. 
We waited around on the set about eight hours. We finally got on set in Dallas, which was old Detroit at the time. Mm-hmm. It was 95 degrees. It was midnight. It was August. Everyone, Peter Weller in the co- costume was, he was dying. Yeah. yeah. After every take, they'd have to blow cold air up his sleeve. Oh, and God. so I get to my mark and I'm backing up and these cars are whipping in behind me and I could see out of the corner of my eye. I think they just said, you drive the car, you know. <laughs> No stunt. I don't know if they were stunt people or what. But anyway, I hit my mark really early. So uh, Paul Verhoeven said, well, let's cut this, this, and this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just spent three weeks learning this paragraph. I <laughs> can't change it. You know, and I had. So if you see me in the movie, I'm kind of uh, stuttering a little bit. It's because I'm trying to remember what to say. It's like, uh, terrorism has never been a factor in this city's politics. Uh, the mayor's being held hostage, and, and it's believed that some of the people have been killed. Lieutenant, what's next? You know, and then I hit my mark. Oh, my God. So wow. the first time in a big movie, I'd done some TV shows before, but that's first movie, and I who knew it was going to be a big classic like it was? Jeez. That yes. was cool. But that's my first so cool. R-rated movie. Really? It was. Oh, wow. I'm the only guy didn't get killed in the movie, but it was yeah. really fun. <laughs> did, now, did they keep your role when they did the remake of it? I'm just wondering if somebody no, else played I that part. No, I sent in my thing. Can I be in the new yeah. movie? No. <laughs> Never called. It's for the Never best. Called. It's for the best. <laughs> yeah, you skipped out on a bad one. Yeah, I know. So People love the original <laughs> RoboCop. Um, what about uh, what about you? You did an episode of Murphy Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just because impressions I had to do. George Herbert Walker Bush oh had to do God. the president, and the episode was that Murphy Brown went to a uh, a presidential conference, and she's talking to the president, and they had the real Bush, <laughs> you know, footage of him that they would cut to. And some of it was really Bush, and I had to match it. Wow, that's hard. Which is, you know, you hear like uh, comedians like they uh, to do a voice, they kind of expand on it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be prudent this <laughs> juncture, thousand points of light. You know, they do the uh, exaggeration. But if you listen, I really had to listen to him on tape, and it, they don't say anything. It's like, well, of course, Helen at the Saddam Hussein over there, yeah, <laughs> gonna get, gonna have our people talking go and. Thanks. Next question. You know, you don't know what they yeah. say. Oh, God. And, but it's totally different, so I had to match that second style. Which That's is a really, whole mm. different thing than yeah, doing, like... Really uh, just doing an impression of them is yeah, doing probably... Doing an impression, doing an impersonation. A different thing, yeah. what, what is the, What's the difference? Is impression the term or impersonation? Uh, yeah, term, really? you know, uh, voice matching is voice what matching. it's called in the business. But yeah. it's like, really, if, you know, someone's sick or can't get James Earl Jones to come in, you've got to, can you do it? You know, okay, well, give it a shot. I got my first... Uh, meeting at Nickelodeon was a uh, was a voice match meeting to see if I could voice match Seth Rogen. Oh, really? And that was, it was just me yeah. talking to this lady. Is that because trying... you did Seth Rogen in that movie? Yeah, because I, I played yeah. Seth Rogen in like a bad parody movie. and uh, The 41-year-old but... virgin that knocked up Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it. Thank you for telling our <laughs> listeners so that they can go and Apparently get me checks. it's still a big get hit on checks. MTV in Canada. Apparently that's like a big thing up there. I still get checks like every few months from, from that movie and all 14 that. cents. Yeah. It's uh, awesome. You can buy yeah. a, a Oh, uh, yeah. piece of gum. Some, well, some great movies you get uh, really big residual check. I have a one cent check which I never cashed. I just put it on my wall. <laughs> That's so that was great. for Mom and Dad Save the World. Oh uh, yeah, another oh, another yeah. great movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Did some fish who is, in that. Who was in that movie? Jeffrey Jones oh, and I think Terry God. Gar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And that's all I can remember of that movie. <laughs> all right, I got Steven. a couple. I got a guess, of course. Do you remember Seth Rogen once prank called me at one in the morning, and it turned out it was you, and I thought I was talking to Seth Rogen, who got my number and was high out of his mind. Yeah. I was like, hey, hey Josh, yeah. what's up, man? You good? <laughs> you get my number. Seth, stop calling me. I'm sorry. I'll call you later. Um, you're like, it's that voice is literally two, two inches away from a, a Ray Romano impression. It's it really about, is. I got that, uh, you know, we're working with these frogs. Yeah, <laughs> they're so close. Very, uh, they really very are similar. very close. All right. So I got, I got more stuff for you and, and I, sure. I, I gotta, I gotta ask, uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Um, that. Like before we get to Toy Story, I want to ask you about Beauty and the Beast because yeah. I know that you you did some work on that. Yeah. What did you do on Beauty and the Beast? Okay, again, ADR. Usually, a lot of actors in stage B over at Disney, and sure. we're adding crowd scenes. You know, when they're attacking the castle at the sure. end. I'm a lot of the people, and we loop that over and over, and you know, make it sound like a crowd of hundreds. Sometimes you get little even foley bits. On that one, um, I actually got to do eggs. Uh, <laughs> what? There's a scene where Gaston is singing and he's in the you know bar and he's talking about decorating with antlers and all. And he takes three eggs and throws them up in the air and they go, <laughs> that's me. I'm, I'm eggs. So I got to voice the eggs. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's like the best stuff. You in never, the world. you never know if they're going to use what you do. Cause a lot of times the actors, they'll have three of us do something until you see the movie. You don't know if they're going to use you or not. Uh, I remember taking my son to see Shrek 2, and I'd done that, and uh, um, there was an announcer at the, uh, about two-thirds of the way in, they had a, a ball at the castle, and I had recorded this with a couple of other actors. Uh, let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Princess Fiona and Prince Shrek. And my son goes, Dad, that's you. And I... Yeah, I guess it is. I totally forgot. I didn't know until you Jeez. see it. You have no idea what they're going to use. God, that's so amazing. That's incredible. Um, what about um, what about um, what about uh the the film um Toy Story and all the Toy Story movies? What what have you been doing in those? I've been doing uh, again a lot of the ADR incidental characters like uh, that one. If you hear the Pizza Planet. Background as they're going through the pizza planet, I was mission control. T minus 29, 28, 27, get ready for lunch. Just stuff <laughs> like that. And like in Bugs Life, I was like a slug, I think, from New York saying, Hey, watch where you're walking. You know, <laughs> just little odd little pieces of, of stuff. Uh, Monsters Inc., the little yellow guys with the CDC, you know, they got the. Uh, He's got a shoe, you know, he's got a sock on him. That dinosaur, you know, monster yeah. had a sock. I get him, hold him down, you know, attack, you know, things like that. You're God, a Disney you legend. Know. You really are because you're yeah. a part of so many movies. And being yeah. a Disney legend, I mm -hmm. hope you have a Disneyland annual pass. I do. And I, what, I, how long after being goofy do they give that to you? Okay, they don't just give it to you necessarily. Now, being in the Disney Legend program, and I was inducted in 2009 along with Robin Williams and Betty White and a bunch of people, but they gave me the pass to get into the park because we couldn't get into the park one time when we were supposed to. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, <laughs> all of us were in a car. We were going to go down to Disneyland for some radio remotes, mm -hmm. and the 
guy at backstage didn't have us on a list and wouldn't let us in. He said, oh, I don't my. care if Mike Lesnar's in there. You ain't getting in here. And so we missed the radio broadcast. And so Roy Disney said, give them a pass so they can at least get in to do the work, for God's sakes. <laughs> Good Lord. Now, now Bill, there's a, a website called VIP Fact where they have questions and answers about celebrities, at least their, interp- their impression of, of answers. And somebody asked a question on there, are there any photos of Bill Farmer's hairstyle or shirtless? <laughs> and they say that there might be. We are unfortunately, well, we currently cannot access them from their system. We're working yeah, hard to fill that see. gap, though. Check back tomorrow. So there well, are people. So are there shirtless photos of you out there? Well, they're. Well, I've got, been to Burning Man, so they're probably... <laughs> no, you have not. Oh, have you really? Times, You've yeah. been to wow. Burning Man five yeah. times? Yeah. All right, tell us about Burning Man. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna have to update their answer to, to the question of does Bill Farmer do drugs that if you've been to Burning Man? Forget no, forget Bugs Life. This no, is what I want to do. The only drug I did was a modium up there. Yeah. Oh. No, it, uh, one of my best friends is a, a cameraman on the show The Amazing Race. He's done like 15 mm-hmm. seasons on that. He's like an adrenaline junkie. And he went up, and he lives in Reno, so Burning Man's north of there. And he's, you got to go to this thing man mm-hmm. it's crazy it's well oh okay so we get tickets in like 2007 and went up there and it's like oh my god this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen because uh, it's like when i was at the a kid i love the freak show at the fair and i loved yeah. weird and i loved unusual oh. and that's that's my people up there it's just the weirdest and most amazing week I've ever spent in my life. I got to go again. Now everybody's <laughs> caught on. It's impossible yeah. to get tickets almost. Did but. you, uh, wow. did you, where did you stay when you went? First time in a tent that blew down about a half an hour after. We got <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> then we learned and we rented an RV and, uh, from LA and drove it up there. You don't mm-hmm. tell people you're going to burning man. Or they'll like jack the price up about, to, Oh, we're going fishing near Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. What the hell happened? You know? Oh my God. Now, now Bill, just so you know, that same website had a question, uh, asking yeah. the users if Bill Farmer was hot or not. And they say 100% of respondents said he was hot. Hey, yeah. there you go, oh, that's man. Gonna, does, so, is there a return? Of I, that's probably why they want you shirtless. I think that's gotta be why I have an important yeah. question that I yeah. assume is on everyone's mind. Okay. I've been to Goofy's Flying School at Disney's California uh Adventure. It's a bumpy ride. Who gave Goofy his license? (laughs) (laughs) Probably Donald Duck, I would imagine. (laughs) Orsh, what license? (laughs) He flies the way Glickman drives. Oh, my God. Goofy should not have a pilot's license. I agree with that. Actually, you drive like Mr. Toad. That's who you drive like. Oh, I really do. That's my favorite ride. Oh, I know. It's always been my favorite ride since I was a kid. I (laughs) know. It makes me feel like I'm in the car with you whenever I go on that ride. Yeah. No, I blame everything I do that's stupid on Goofy now. So. Do you, well, Goofy's yeah. cooking. Do Goofy's you get, kitchen. Do I what? Goofy's kitchen. Goofy's a great cook. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to his <laughs> restaurant. Don't, his cooking, top notch. He he has good well, he's got help. You know, Wolfgang Puck, I guess, would be here. Wolfman Puck. I don't, yeah. Cook like this, baby. <laughs> Have you ever used a character to get out of something to like get out of a you know get out of a ticket, or have you ever used it to? I, I've. I've thought of it a, a few times. Yeah, it, well, in my with I uh, when I have a fight with my wife, I'll do it. You can't do it. She hates the the voice sling blade for some reason. Oh, so you know, if I God. I get 
I'm sorry, honey. I was a feeling a little frisky there. <laughs> you know, just, Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> or I'll put a sock on. I'm sorry. You know. Oh, my God. I love you it. Can't, you can't uh, argue no. with a sock. No, I know. I I, uh, I do the same thing with my girlfriend. I do, like, weird voices to try to get out of fights. Or if I say something stupid, I go, I go, and then the punchline is... <laughs> Like she, she, she's, uh, she's having lady time right now. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, yeah. I, I, you know, the lady time of the month. And I saw, I said um, to her, mm. I go, Hey, um, I go, um, she goes, I just like want to have like time where like we can just like lay, like just have like cuddles, like just have like a couple minutes of cut, like cuddling. Or and I go, listen, I got some work to do. And she goes, I feel like you're like, you just you're, like, and I go, I go, I go, honey, you know what this is right now? You know what's happening? She goes, what? I go, it's lady time. Lady time is happening to your body. And she was like, oh my God, forget it. And, like walked out of the room. You should bring her home some soup. She's not like, and she, you know her, she's not. Never like complaining well, or anything, but when that's that, why Josh Sussman gets thank you notes, right? And he I brings don't. them soup. He brings them that's soup. The soup. Let me write that yeah. down. Soup, soup, soup. soup. soup will soup. get you thank you notes. Okay. That's what like. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. Let's tell listeners about our podcast, A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Yes, we came up with the idea for a podcast where it was going to be a dinner party style conversation on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. All of our rapper friends were going to come over, but then the press release went out and it said that it was going to be a dinner party. And we were like, oh no, we have to cook for all these rappers. And so we have. We had people like Jadakiss and Mac Miller and Migos. They're all here to tell stories and they end up being fed, which is great. Yeah, a little surprise. Check us out, A Waste of Time with It's The Real with new episodes every Tuesday. Yes, download, rate, and subscribe on iTunes or check us out on sideshownetwork.tv slash it's the real. We out you. I mean, just a cup. Don't even get the bowl. Just the thought goes a long way. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Bill, I've got something for you that uh, I'm I'm a big fan of of bad movies. Oh, I love them, too. And um, this is a little thing that we like to call... Fail movie recasting. Fail movie recasting. Fail movie recasting. Fail movie recasting. Is that is that yeah, catchy? Just know what you were going to do to their songs? Are they allowed us to use them? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so either. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a fail movie recasting. Uh, we take a movie that was a huge box office fail. Uh, we take a wonderfully talented person like yourself, and we are going to <laughs> re re uh, enact the scene uh, between um, you and I. Okay. Um, the assignment is the movie Geely. Um, <laughs> it'll be between uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and okay. Foghorn Leghorn. How's okay. That who is okay. who? Uh, I'm going to do SpongeBob. He's going to do. But what, um, what's the part? Oh, you do. Uh, you do Geely. You do Ben Geely, Affleck. Okay. And I'm going to do um, J Lo. J Lo. Uh, give me just a second. I'll grab it as well. And. And here we so, go. So uh, let me see. There's Robin Bryan. There's Ricky. There's Larry oh. Geely. Uh, Oh, you do, uh, yeah, so you're going to do Geely, and I'm going to do... Larry Geely. Yeah, you do Larry Geely or just Geely, and I'm going to do everybody else. (laughs) Okay. Okay? All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Geely. Yeah! Uh, who the f*** are you? Who the f*** are you? 
Hey, excuse me. Oh, God, what a shithole. Uh, lady, I, I think you're in the wrong place. No, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh. Uh, who the f*** are you? Oh, oh you, you're the f*** are you. What? Uh, don't tell me what we're supposed to do. Uh, how about this? You leave him the f*** alone or I will kill you. You kill me? Hell, you go ahead. I will kill you. You don't tell me what to do, okay? I say, don't tell me what we might do. Don't tell me what we're supposed to do. Don't tell me what we maybe should do. Don't ever tell me at all. I'll tell you this. You leave him alone or I'm going to kill you. You know something? You're right. It is sadness. It's sadness and I'm sad. You got me. You're a genius. Why, you know why I'm sad. Because I got this beautiful, sexy, gorgeous, hot trotorama, smart, amazing, bombshell, 17 on a 10 scale girl sleeping in a bed right next to me. And you know what? She's a stone cold <laughs> An untouchable, unhavable, unattainable brick wall. Casaurus, Rexy. So it's sad. Okay, what do you want me to do? I feel sadness about that. There's nothing I can do. And not only is she a major babe, but I really like this girl a lot. I I, I say I say a lot, boy. I mean, she's not like anybody else ever knew before, and that's completely new one on me. I don't even know a real name, so there you go. Oh, in case you're interested. My life sucks. All right? <laughs> Stick a fork in me when I'm done. Okay. That was Geely, SpongeBob, and Foghorn Leghorn. And the editor. That's amazing. <laughs> that was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, that, was that Kevin Smith who wrote that? Uh, that yeah. I, oh, God, I, I hope not. Was I it? think that I, I'm going to look it up. Go I think that was a Kevin Smith. That movie. is just horrendous if that's true. I love Kevin. <laughs> I will, when we have him on the show, I will give him shit for it. <laughs> uh, what? Is that his chair? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh. Well, then we will give him shit for it <laughs> yes. when, he, when he gets here later today. Um, all right. Listen, uh, I got I to gotta tell you, I, I can't thank you enough for coming in. Oh, I, I, would you come do the nighttime show live? Like, Would oh, you come I'd love do to. the show at the Improv? I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about April or May, and we'll get you in there. And uh, Oh, it was not. It was not written by Kevin Smith. It yeah. was written by Martin Brest. Brest. Uh, who I believe has retired and threw himself <laughs> off a bridge. Um, I wasn't abreast of that situation. <laughs> uh, well, uh, anywhere that they can find you, the internet can Absolutely. find you. Absolutely. Uh, BillFarmer.com. You can always uh, tweet me on at GoofyBill. Um, I also am opening a website now. I teach uh, you know, voiceover, do demos, uh, vobiz.com, which is in process of being made right now. And I work with my son, who's an engineer and a, and a drummer. So, you know, it's kind of fun. And That's so cool. Great. That's awesome. Uh, Josh, uh, wonderful Josh Sussman, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, at Josh Sussman on Twitter. Facebook is Mr. Josh Sussman. Instagram is Mr. Josh Sussman. What about you, Matt Walker? Uh, you can go to mattwalkersucks.com. 
uh, which is a real thing. Or just check out Funny Matt. Just Google the word Funny Matt, and I will come up on I love website MattWalkerSucks.com. It's your favorite it's like, website. It's my favorite website. It's like yeah. a website where he takes all the meanest things people have ever said about him. I, I take he, all my hate mail. Posts, and puts them on, on, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yep, and he puts, I've done that for years. Like, now Jimmy Kimmel does that as, like, a thing. And I've, like, I've done that for 10 years. Yeah, and it's hilarious. It's a great yeah. website. It's very funny. Um, if you uh, are in the Southern California area, come to the Hollywood Improv. Uh, we do yes. our show here once a month. Always check the calendar. Our, I think our sh- we have a show. Uh, you know, we have the March show. We have the February show, and we'll One's be April? here for yeah. April is April sixteenth, and then we're back in May and June and July, and on and on and on. So we'll be here for a long time, and I hope that you come join Great. us. Uh, make sure to tweet us hashtag the nighttime show podcast on Twitter. Just make it hashtag the nighttime show. It's, hashtag the nighttime. There's no show. characters left if you say the nighttime show podcast. All there's right, like twelve fine. characters left. Just on the Twitter. nighttime show. Just do the nighttime show on you listen to matt all right matt's the smart one you do that and then uh i'm at steven glickman uh s-t-e-p-h-e-n glickman on twitter and instagram and on uh youtube we're always posting clips uh video clips from the podcast and from the live show which is uh youtube.com forward slash funny guy from tv so thanks again for watching and thanks again for listening i Thanks again for listening. See, you are the smart one. Thanks again for staring at your computer while you listen to this. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I love you guys. Thanks for being the best. Hashtag Nighttime Show.